薄いのはほonly people who have prefix ash or that on this podcast no not true <laughs> okay well we're back for the middle third of hanakimi so i feel i must tell the listeners that if you have not read hanakimi i don't think you want to listen to this episode you might want to listen to the first episode but not this one okay like we're gonna spoil the things all of them we're just gonna walk through the stories this time and give you all them Low down on our feelings, the nitty gritty of our feelings. <laughs> so prepare yourselves, everybody. Yeah, I, I don't think it would make any sense anyway if you didn't read it. Yeah, it's just like, what garbledy gook are you talking about? Because this manga is certainly of a time that I don't think it's like this is not the era of shoujo manga we're in anymore, you know? So <laughs> It's of a time and of a place, and if you're not of that time and place or reading, like, know of it, like, you're just confused. (laughs) That's how I feel about it. All right, so, yeah, we're going to – I assume this episode is going to be shorter than the first one. I'm sure that I've immediately cursed it, (laughs) but (laughs) – you know, all right, we're going to walk through the larger story beats. There were also a bunch of shorter ones, so, like, we might touch on those if we have, like, something, some feelings to say. I know at least one of them, I was like, I do have feelings, <laughs> so we'll probably talk about that one. Um, but otherwise, this manga is a sitcom, so we're, we're going to do it. <laughs> we're yeah. going to jump into the hijinks. Okay. I tried to break this down logically. Don't know if I worked it out, but story beat number one, which kind of we were like, I guess, in the middle of like the end, the last chapter that we had read before these volumes also was like started it, I guess. But Nakatsu has been accused of cheating by a teacher who has become like drunk on his own power. I guess (laughs) he's like, I've been appointed to a temporary position and I must get everybody to obey me. And yeah, in the end, you find out that that's because his brother had died when he was young for being reckless and like not listening to, you know, his Onishan. <laughs> and like, he still carries that around with him. And in explaining that, that all makes sense. But I do have to say that while I was reading it, I was so confused, like, tonally what was happening. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, this storyline, like, it just, uh, like, any any storyline, because I'm, I'm a school librarian, so I'm a teacher also. Like, I was an English teacher for basically a decade before I became a school librarian. So anything about a teacher being drunk on power and using it too much to discipline students like really gets me because I've seen it, I've lived it. And it's never that simple. Like 
oh, you have little brother problems and acknowledging it makes it go away. Yeah, okay. yeah. The end of that was so fast and I was like, wait a second. <laughs> what? <laughs> it took like three pages. He's like, you're right. I did confuse you with my little brother, Nakatsu. I'm sorry. You're free now. I'm like, what? No, that's not how this works. It's like... You've been actively bullying the entire student population and targeting them for things like the way they wear their hair and also like all sorts of things that like, you know, and in contrary to like the contract that is put forth between the school and the students. And I'm like, but it's all good. And then he's like portrayed as like, he's mentioned several times later as like the chaperone on trips and like, almost like a mentor to Nakatsu. And it's like, what is going on? Yeah, now they're like best friends. I'm like, no. (laughs) Nakatsu had like a full-on meltdown over this guy. Like, that's where I was like, I don't understand how emotionally I'm supposed to feel about this because they treated it as like so weighty in the beginning. And I was like, this is very dramatic (laughs) and dark for this manga. And I don't know how I'm supposed to be feeling right now. Yeah, I will say like that moment of like Nakatsu being very vulnerable about a teacher not believing him and everything that resonated to me as like very believable to like how teenage Mm. boys actually are. Yeah. And I was like, this is, you know, this is actually really relatable. Then it it all just kind of gets like, we're not, well, he had one moment of super drama because I really wanted, it's almost like. Nakajo was like, I want to have a moment where Nakatsu cries. And he cries really intensely. It was so intense. And then it's all good. We're back to happy fun times with modeling right after. So, Yeah. I was just like, what? <laughs> like, Nakatsu just had a total meltdown. <laughs> like, oh my goodness. And yeah, I mean, I don't know. I would be very annoyed in Nakasu's position for sure. Like if a teacher didn't believe me and I absolutely hadn't done something, I would be like, I would just be screaming. Like honestly, (laughs) be screaming about my innocence and stuff. Like, oh my goodness. Yeah. So that story beat was super weird. And then Kitahama, the teacher just like fades into the background again. Like he's not been important in like five of the volumes that we read probably. (laughs) Yeah. He just, he, he gets over it, and I guess he's just a cool teacher now. He's got a cool teacher now, yeah. Everybody, he's like, I realize my mistakes, and I'm like, that is not how trauma works, but sure. Yeah, there there was no restorative justice circle where everybody had to come together and work through it. No, he just acknowledged, oh, uh, Was the bad. Cherry Blossom Alliance not the restorative circle? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what they were supposed to be, but then Sano just comes in with his hot tip, and they didn't have a chance to even do that, like, work through it. Like, they just were like, oh, good. Bye. Bye. Yeah, yeah. Um, Yeah, so this manga is just all over the place emotionally. I was like, am I supposed to cry now? (laughs) I don't understand. I I think I could have ha- I think I would have liked it to be like this darker episode if it wasn't handled so patly at the end, but whatever. Yeah. That's fine. 
as you said before, then it leads to modeling. (laughs) Uh, So I guess they like go on a school trip somewhere in here. But like, is that a story? I don't know. They went on a school trip and a bunch of girls took pictures of them. And they put it in like a gossipy rag or whatever, as they called it, magazine. But then everybody has tracked it back to which high school that they they go to. So they're like attracting all these girls to campus and the teachers have noticed. But then also a a professional photographer has noticed and is like, you guys are hot. Like, let's do some (laughs) let's make you some real models. And specifically, this is Sano. Nakatsu, uh, Mizuki, and Nanba, which, like, that's a crew, sure. Nanba's just there, I guess. Why not? Yeah, so th- this this guy is named Akiha, and he's, like, a really famous photographer, apparently, and he likes to mess with everybody's favorite character, Umeda, because um, he's bisexual. So he's all like, Umeda, kiss me. And Umeda's like, get off of me. (laughs) I do not like you. (laughs) Anyway, that's a side bit to this. Um, Yeah, so they go model and they learn things about how makeup, like, brings out your natural beauty, whatever. they. And we meet the best character, who is Akiha's ex-wife, Ibe, who works as, like, one of his assistants and doing makeup art. And I'm like, yes, this woman, this woman is actually the Haruhi's <laughs> of Oron, like straight up, <laughs> you know? Like, I feel like what Evie's supposed to be is like, you know, what Mizuki is supposed to be when she's older like this is like a trajectory for her almost and that's what we're supposed to get like we're supposed to get like this mentor sort of vibe like you know she's the one who's kind of like saying like you know gender gender (laughs) question mark question mark question mark Yeah, she gives us the good old gender rant of being like, I think it's wrapped up in how she's like, Akiha is the only one who saw me as a full person. Um, And it was so refreshing. So like, we got married, but that was wrong. You know, like that didn't really work out, but it was still good and we're like good friends and everything. Um, And she's like, I want to be seen as more than just a girl and all these things. And I was like, yes, here is my character. (laughs) Here it is. <laughs> the one I love in every manga. Because <laughs> she's still, you know, feminine. Like, she's like, yes, I'm a makeup artist. I like being a woman. But she's also like, get out of here, guys. Like, yeah, I did nude modeling and whatever. <laughs> you know, like, it doesn't... Don't don't stereotype me. Yeah, and it's good to see a character like that as sort of a mentor role like being shown as like she is a full complete person she's portrayed as a person who has her stuff together and like somebody that Mizuki wants to be almost like I want to be like that I want I want to have that kind of focus that kind of drive and know that about myself yeah, for sure. And I mean, later she like literally becomes, you know, I mean, I guess we, we can cross stories. Why not? <laughs> so, you know, like later Mizuki 
has a brief stint where she works for Akiha and is basically um, how do I, e, 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 yes, <laughs> Evie's uh, assistant. Um, and that's when they talk some more because like Mizuki for some reason is hooked on like stuck on how she doesn't have a dream for what she wants to be or anything. And she's like, how do I like find this? And I think, yeah, I'm just like, you just want to be Evie though, <laughs> you know? <laughs> Like, that's the person that she, like, you know, there's there's an instance where when she's acting as an assistant that um, E.B., like, makes a mistake and um, Mizuki, like, really wants to jump in there and, like, rah, 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 and do her usual thing where she just jumps to her friend's defense and... Relatable. It, yeah, it's, like... It, it was also like I like how the photography studio is like this learning place for Mizuki, like where Akiha is able to like say, "No, Mizuki, she's gotta deal with this herself." Sometimes people have to deal with their own problems. You can't just go charging in for them. Sometimes, sometimes it's gonna make it worse. Yeah, this reiterated uh, kind of a classic. Like, the thing that I got from the vision of Escaflone, which is my most, like, formative anime, like, my first anime to anime, really, you know? The lesson in that was definitely, like, at one point, they're, like, it takes more courage to believe in someone than to, like, go fight with, with people. And I was like, yes, we learned this lesson, but in Hanakimi terms. <laughs> <laughs> that is what I'm about. <laughs> but... Evie is definitely, like, the most intriguing character, and I'm like, no, forget about Akiha and him being bi, like, who cares? <laughs> Bring back Evie. <laughs> I feel like I learned a lot, too, about makeup artistry. Like, I was, I'm, I, because I don't wear makeup, and I think, like, I get annoyed because, you know, it costs more money and, like, blah, 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 but then they were like, Makeup isn't designed to hide your flaws. Makeup is designed to bring out your natural beauty. And I'm like, ah, uh, don't. Fine. <laughs> like, <you know? laughs> like, don't make me acknowledge this. <laughs> like, <laughs> fine. <laughs> they also looked cool when they were modeling, I guess. Yeah, it's very, it's very late 90s, early 2000s vibes. <laughs> Like, as somebody who was really into J fashion at the time, like, that's really, like, the time period where I was getting into J fashion and, like, Lolita oh. and all of that stuff. And it's like, whoa, this is very, like, <laughs> this, this comes right out of, like, magazines, like, fruits, like, mm. throwback. But, I yeah. Mean, I definitely was thinking about how hard it is when you have to do things where they're not in their school uniform and they have to look cool and like eh. <laughs> it's so <laughs> difficult i think there was one chapter where, or like one point in their modeling where like sano and nakatsu are not wearing undershirts and it took me so long to figure that out like i kept being like oh my god nakatsu is not wearing his shirt i can see his belly button oh my god <laughs> like, this is scandalous <laughs> I don't know these are the weird thoughts that play, go through my mind <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness yeah. I was 
Story number three is a doozy. Oh, goodness. This is where I got the strong Auron vibes, though. This is, this is where I was like, this is the Auron. I see it. Like, um, okay, so for... I'm just like, are there connective tissues between any of these stories? <laughs> like, there, there really isn't. It's just like, hey, this is happening. It's very... I can see why this has become like a popular TV show in multiple countries because it's like, this this is like a perfect sitcom. It, it is! Right? It, it's very like... Okay, this episode, this is what's happening. This episode, this is what's happening. And don't worry. Yeah, maybe sometimes it crosses over two whole episodes as like one whole arc, you know? <laughs> like, oh, all right. <laughs> yeah, no, I simultaneously think that like it became so popular because it's so sitcom but now, you know, like 20 years later, I'm like, oh, we don't do sitcoms anymore. So we're like, ugh, <laughs> what is this? This episode was <laughs> that they bring up that I think in particular Nanda the senior brings up that um, Osaka High School has a tradition that happens only once every three years where they have a, a dance with their sister school, which is also where his aunt who's younger than him <laughs> like goes to like the school that Julia went to, I guess too. Yeah. Yeah. Like, we have this fancy Christmas dance with this all women's school and everybody has to learn how to waltz properly because we are fancy boys and girls, you know? (laughs) (laughs) But the sister school is like, hey, we don't actually have enough ladies to dance with all y'all. We need to even out our numbers. So let's take some cute boys and make them learn the female parts. And of course, Mizuki is picked for that. <laughs> it's so convenient that these situations so keep convenient. popping up to like make Mizuki feminine Whoa. for a while. It's like, oh, but it's okay because other boys are doing it too. It's okay. Gender is not real. <laughs> Gender is all a performance, kids. Okay. <laughs> Yes, so obviously so many gender hijinks ensue. <laughs> I just the thing that popped into my mind just now was Mizuki putting the dress on but over her <laughs> binder and being like this does not <laughs> this does not work. I guess it's not really a binder, it's like some weird vest thing. So she's like, uh um. <laughs> it's just showing on my shoulders because this is a very low cut thing, you know? And I was just like, Mizuki, you had to put the whole thing on to (laughs) realize (laughs) this. What are you doing? (laughs) I don't know. And it just like, Mizuki is confusing me now because she's like, I want to be more feminine. I'm like, do you though? Like most of the time I don't get that vibe. She's just like, la-di-da-di-da. Yeah, because even when she goes home to Berkeley, which we'll talk about next, she doesn't dress, she doesn't change her gender expression back to feminine. She stays in the same mode of dress. Yeah, even though, like, she doesn't know that they're there initially. Yeah, we'll get into it. (laughs) Yeah, we'll get into that. But yeah, she, 
she keeps saying she keeps having these moments of like oh i want to be like it's only she wants to be like a girl for sano yeah like she's very excited about the possibility of dancing with sano but it's not like oh i get to wear a dress like that stresses her out right because she's like people are gonna know that i have boobs now (laughs) but yeah it's like I don't think she's as strongly, it's almost like she's like separated more from like that girliness or that, that tendency to believe that she needs to always be feminine. Cause like there was earlier in the series where she did put on feminine clothes when her brother showed up because she was like, Oh no, he can't see me in these boy clothes. But then she goes home and yeah, it's like, I think she I think she just wants to be feminine for Sano. But like for everybody else, it's like she she's kind of become very comfortable in her more masculine skin in a way. Yeah, she likes be. She's like, I'm gonna be one of the guys. Like if I become a girl, Nakatsu's gonna treat me like even weirder than he already does, you know? <laughs> like what does my relationship with Nanba become if I'm not a guy almost? You know, like I don't think she's like consciously thinking that, but that's definitely like like she only wants her relationship, yeah, to change with Sano and doesn't necessarily want it to change with the others, which she I guess, you know, subtly fears that you know, changing her gender expression would definitely do. Yeah. Yeah, but like, I guess on top of the Oron vibes, because I was like, isn't there a similar, like, isn't this just like straight up kind of what happens at one point in Oron? <laughs> like, they have a dance and Haruhi dresses as a girl and they're like, oh my God, Haruhi's so pretty. <laughs> like... <laughs> We love dancing with Haruhi. Fun. Um, I was like, this definitely happened. It def- yeah, it did. I think it happened a couple times, actually. Yeah, really. But I, but with that, that was them like finding excuses to like feminize her. But yeah. still, yeah, there definitely were. Yeah. This happened. It totally happened. But yeah, I feel like this is the arc where I started to be like, you know, well, maybe throughout all these volumes, I was like, the art has also significantly improved <laughs> since the first handful of volumes where I was like, who's doing what now? What? No, it's definitely entered that like 2000s. Whenever they go chibi, I'm like, is this a clamp manga? <laughs> What's <laughs> happening? Where am I? I'm so confused. <laughs> um, yeah, I do have to admit that I was like, oh, it's so cute to see Zano and Mizuki dancing together, though. Yeah. It's really cute. It, it is cute. I, like, kind of hate myself for thinking that, though. I was like, <laughs> you've been tricked. <laughs> you fell for the trap. <laughs> you fell for it. And I'm like, I'm simple. That's why I like shoujo manga. I'm like, oh, it's so cute. It's so cute. <laughs> I actually really like... um Tanoji, the uh, the oh door- yeah. yes, and Kana. I wish yeah. there were more of them. I think they, I think they're really cute. They're really cute. I love that type of pairing of like the very hyper masculine guy and the very sweet, soft, gentle, gushy person. Yeah, and we find out that like she likes him. Like well, the way we find out that they'll even have possibility is that you know like Mizuki's talking to her and. She- and like then we find out that she like yeah Tanoji and it's like what and I'm like yes 
Amazing. Yeah. A lot of cute things happen in this arc and I'm like, oh. Oh, yeah. It overlaps with Mizuki trying to figure out, like, she's like, oh, I have to get Sano a birthday present because his birthday is is Christmas or Christmas Eve. I think it's Christmas Eve. Okay. Yeah. So she's like, Sano's birthday is Christmas Eve. I have to buy him a present this time. I'm going to do it. I'm going to figure it out. And then she gives him not a massager. Is that what? <laughs> but it was translated that way. Yeah. So it's a tens machine, which is um, this machine that like sends electrical impulses to your muscles. Like I have one. It's not a massager, but they call it a massager. And yeah, there's this moment where he says like, oh, oh a massager. This isn't romantic. And it's Okay, I do think if it was a massager, yeah, I'm like, but that's pretty romantic. That's like sexy vibes going on there, you know? Like, <laughs> but yeah, if it's a if it's a weird thing that like sends you not like weird, but if it's a thing that sends elect- electrical vibes into you, like, okay, maybe not as romantic. <laughs> yeah, it's for it's for physical therapy. <laughs> so it's like it's like Mizuki. <laughs> like that is probably legitimately helpful because we don't ever talk about it but he is an athlete and he has an injury and what do you mean we don't ever talk about it we talk about it every 10 chapters (laughs) (laughs) that's right they have a conversation where it's like hey how's your high jumping going it's going great he's back to being like top four in the country how dare you (laughs) (laughs) i believe like we will start to we we have an arc coming up that it actually will be relevant but yeah for these arcs it's like not yeah they started setting that up in the end here but <laughs> you know whatever yeah so overall this story beat was very cute i thought actually mm-hmm. i guess i really liked it although i have to admit i think i had more feelings about the next arc <laughs> like <laughs> i was just like so much is happening like what's up <laughs> i'm so excited um because in the next arc so no this one had a logical connection okay so <laughs> so you know they had their christmas shindig waltz thing they learned to waltz woo fun <laughs> it reminded me of like how we were forced to learn to square dance <laughs> in middle school or something. <laughs> I was like yeah that's what just happened here um obviously not really the same but that's that's the vibe I got anyway so I learned that but it was for a Christmas you know party um and so Christmas is happening so that's naturally a holiday that is more important in America than Japan <laughs> to celebrate with your family so Mizuki's brother I sent her a note that just said, come home with some plane tickets. And she's like, oh, my God, is my dad, like, dead? Like, I don't know. That's, like, such a dire message. And Sano's like, I think they would have told you if your dad was dead, you know? (laughs) Doesn't seem like something you should wait for somebody to fly for 14 hours, like, (laughs) 14 plus hours for them to tell you that, you know? So she goes back and she gets there and yeah, nobody's dead. He's just like, oh, I just thought you should come home for the holidays. You little brat, you haven't been home since you went off to Japan tracing a boy. And she's like, okay, that's fair. But she thought she was going to spend the whole uh, time in the dorm alone with Sano where things surely would have happened. 
but that did not happen. So <laughs> so we end up in Berkeley, California, where I was like, hey, I know that place. <laughs> I've been there. I kind of pseudo. I lived in that San Francisco for seven years. Let's go. And yeah, Gil was on the cover of the volume, which I was like, that's weird. Gil is the person who she like, yeah, ran away. <laughs> which was the, is the guy that she fell in love with when she ran away and lived with him for a couple of days. And he's supposed to look like Leonardo DiCaprio. And then it's like, surprise, he's back. I was like, what? <laughs> I'm being taken for a loop here. <laughs> he's back from some, he's like had successful surgery on his mysterious lung disease because you know if it's not a mysterious heart disease it's a mysterious lung disease shoujo manga we don't have to name diseases here yeah they're all they're all just weird sad things okay he's back he goes to uc berkeley he's just like hanging out with her brother and we get to meet her parents Uh, her dad is a veterinarian who's very clueless what's her mom her mom some type of dancer yeah she's like a Dance and yeah, she's a dancer. I think she's like a dance instructor now. Yeah, that's how they explain it. Yeah, so we just meet all these new people, and we're in America, and I'm like, oh my god, tell me what you think about America. <laughs> you know, <laughs> basically how this went down, and I was like, okay, yep, this is UC Berkeley. So we got some drag queens apparently, and you know, there's an actual person of color happens. I'm like, yes, America. <laughs> There's actually a few of them, like, and and I really like that Lisa, the one who's um, the assistant, she's actually really cute. Like, yeah, I really liked the way she was drawn. I know they even acknowledged it. Like, that one's really cute. And I'm like, yeah, she is cute. Bring her back. No, yeah. just use her in this one chapter. Let her go to Japan and have fun <laughs> and bring hijinks. <laughs> Justice for Lisa. <laughs> But yeah, like there's there's multiple people like in the Happy New Year frame. There's just like all these different. Oh yeah, all these people who look very different. It's like, oh, you do know that America is like a diverse country that we don't just have blonde people. You just chose to send the blonde people to Japan. Yeah, because Japan loves the blonde people. They're like, oh my god. We don't have to give them anime hair. They already have anime hair. <laughs> I don't know. No. It's just like, yeah, so I was just like having a lot of fun being like, what do they think of America? Yes, our hamburgers are very big. <laughs> <laughs> when you get a large, that's fair. That's a fair thing. Yeah. I love that I told my partner, Asher, I was like, oh my gosh, you know, Mizuki's from Berkeley. Like, we're in Berkeley right now in this point of the story because she went back to visit her parents. And he was like, that explains a little bit <laughs> like about how crazy this is, like, you know, wacky this, pres- this uh, premise is. Berkeley yeah. parents. Yeah, like, it seems like it, it kind of, I think Sano makes the comment like, oh, this. I think I understand now, like, why you are the way you are. And it's like, yeah. you know what? So do I, Sano. Because yeah. she, she's really, like, her whole crew is very, like, lively and doesn't seem to, her, her parents don't seem to, like, care too much, like, about pretenses. They're just kind of 
happy-go-lucky. Her dad is apparently a bath enthusiast. Yes, he's like, got a fancy Japanese bath. (laughs) So it's like, I get it now. Yeah, we understand where Mizuki came from and why she was allowed to fly halfway around the world to chase a boy. (laughs) Like... They don't know that she's at an all-boys school, right? But, like, they still yeah. let her go halfway across the world to, like, go to high school, right? So it's yeah. like, you don't need that extra layer for it to be a bit wacky, you know? Oh, goodness, yeah. And I'm just like, we brought Gil back? Like, I was just so, <laughs> so unexpected. Oh, man. I didn't like how he kept calling Japanese gibberish, though. I was like, come on, white boy. Yeah, it's like you're suppo- like one of your best friends, like your first crush is Japanese. You you need to be a little less of a jerk about this. Yeah, it's like you're in the Bay Area. There's a Japan town. The signs are in Japanese and English. Like, deal with it, you know? <laughs> Goodness and, gracious. And like he wants to be a mountaineer. Like, come on, my dude. You 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 want to go climb mountains. A lot of the mountains are like in places where they're not gonna speak English to you. You're going to have to learn some other languages. Be more open-minded. Yeah, or they'll speak English to you, but then definitely speak in whatever their native language is to like each other, like other guides and stuff. Yeah. Come on, Gil. Yeah. I mean, I can understand his frustration. Like, growing up, a lot of my friends were also of various Asian descents, um, more Chinese. So, like, two of my friends would, like, talk about me in Chinese, you know, while I'm sitting there. And I'm like, all right. (laughs) Like, y'all being annoying, but I was never like, Chinese is gibberish. Or at least I don't remember being. I hope I wasn't. (laughs) Like, you know. (laughs) I certainly wouldn't have been by the time – I was Gil's age because he's in college, so he's just being a little annoying brat here. Yeah. He's just jealous. He's just jealous. Oh, being a little jealous brat. I know. This was definitely the point where I was like, no, the hijinks are too high here. You know, <laughs> where they're like, okay, Mizuki's like, all right, all right, all right. You know, yeah. As we, as we said, she didn't change her de- gender presentation. Like, she's just like, whatever. I'm wearing my hoodie. This is San Francisco. It's only like 60 degrees. Although in Berkeley, it should be warmer. So like, eh, whatever. But like, you know, she's like, I'm just wearing my masculine clothes, even though I'm walking around with Gil at UC Berkeley's campus. (laughs) And then, I don't know, it's just like Nakatsu and Sano are there for some reason. Very weak excuse. Like, oh, we brought all the top athletes. A coach knows us. Like, okay, whatever, manga. (laughs) Whatever reason you need for this to happen, sure. Uh, But then obviously Mizuki's like, oh, no, my dad's going to call me his daughter and stuff. Uh, So she, like, makes it be like, you can only speak to them in English. They're, They're practicing their English, so... Immersion, you know? And yeah. I, was just like, oh, I mean, that does make sense because Japanese has like the gender specific pronouns and everything. So the minute he would have addressed her in Japanese, it would have been like, yeah. Wait, what? At least Nakatsu would have 
Well, I think open- even if he like, yeah, said something like my daughter in Japanese, right? It's like, mm-hmm. obviously they're going to understand that. She's basically just banking on them not understanding the words she, her, daughter, you know, like, any, <laughs> like very particular English words. And she's like, no. <laughs> Which obviously works on Nakatsu because he's Nakatsu. And Sano just apparently is perfectly fluent in English, but. Yeah, he's, he's in, like, I know conversational English. Yeah. He's in on it, but Mizuki is still not in on the fact that he's in on it. And I'm like, oh, goodness gracious. <laughs> I think this, this was definitely, like, as fun as I had with seeing, you know, the cultures, like, what Nakajo thinks of America, like, the stereotypes that have pervaded not just of america but of berkeley in particular and like the bay area and like it being queer and like all these things and i love the joke where nakatsu's like i thought you were from california lol lol lol. that's valid actually i'll accept (laughs) that (laughs) you know um yeah like i i loved all of that but i was just like no i can't like it's too far (laughs) like with the ways that she's making them not realize that she's a girl i was just like i can't yeah it's it's pushing it it it's really pushing the premise like it really it's once it's another instance where it only works because we know sano knows but and i guess we just have to trust that man nakatsu really is just this dumb Well, that's fair. And I can feel like Nakatsu is like, you know, it's fair not to know that much English. But Nakatsu's also like a happy-go-lucky guy. And he like wants to pretend that he knows stuff, right? Like he's like wants to feel like he's keeping up. And, you know, like in his mind he is, but like he's not, right? (laughs) Which like fine. Nakatsu lives in his own reality, don't we all? That's fair. Uh, But yeah, it's just like... I'm like, goodness gracious, we brought together Gil, Nakatsu, and Sano. Like, I don't, it's too much. It's it's all too much. (laughs) I hope Gil comes to Japan. That's only fair. (laughs) (laughs) I can't remember if that happens. Like, so much happens in this series. Like, it's like a rediscovery as it goes on. Like, I don't know. I don't know if that happens. Gil should get to do a study abroad. I can write this. <laughs> I can write this manga. <laughs> you know. Oh my gosh, I know. But yeah, it was it was it was very fun to read this and see, like you know, queer. Like we've had queer representation, but it's just like okay, this is the Bay Area, so we gotta have some drag queens. And I was like, cool. I really like that. Like. You know, there's always the stereotype in America that even though we're so diverse, you kind of like congregate into groups of people who look like you. Like, I was actually very proud that even though there is a Japan town and everything in San Francisco, that yeah, like her parents just hang out with tons of different people. And I was like, yes, <laughs> this is awesome. Yeah, no, they seem cool, they seem like cool parents. They do seem like cool Berkeley parents. Like maybe too much America happened. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, no, 
don't let your daughter do all these fantastical things, you know? Yeah, like, your daughter's, like, rolling around on a guy every night. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, wait. Actually, that's what's breaking my dude. Now that you brought that up, that breaks the reality. Because she's not going to be wearing her vest at night. She's going to die. Yeah. Her boobs are just flopping around. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. No, she she's like always cuddling up to him. And that one part where she like cuddles up to him and like is apparently having a dream about how sexy he is during the photo shoot. And she's like, oh, you're so sexy. It's like, this is. (laughs) This is too Sano much has to leave, live with so much, yeah, like stuff inside of him, you know, like all the secrets that he has. He's just like, <laughs> he's like, I'm a good dude, though, so it's okay. <laughs> like, he has to put up with so much, so he much. Does. He does. I can't believe I didn't realize how breaking that would be. Like, that's that's definitely now. I'm like, no, that's what's breaking me, because yeah, like. You know, just living with somebody who's trans and like uses binders, like he definitely frequently complains, being like, I have to take this off now. Like, there's no way Mizuki's just like wearing it like 24 7, except when she's showering, you know? Like, no way. <laughs> no way. Her boobs are flopping around on Sano and she's just like, cool. But he doesn't know though. <laughs> he doesn't know. Oh my gosh. Okay, well, Story Beat 5 is one that we kind of brought up before where Mizuki is an assistant for Akiha and eBay. But I just thought it was so funny that Mizuki's like, in America, I always had a job <laughs> all the time. Like, I picked myself up by my 12-year-old bootstraps <laughs> and, and spend my own money so I try not to spend my parents money and I'm like put the America back okay (laughs) just like (laughs) don't need this much America (laughs) like it definitely was a thing at that time period because I remember like I babysat from like basically the time I was 10 until I got a I got my Disney job and so it was like it was a thing then, but like, yeah, thinking about it now, like, don't just, yeah, now we don't, we don't do that anymore. We don't do that. I mean, like, yeah, I guess when I was younger, it was like, I would help my dad on jobs and he would pay me sometimes because he's a general contractor. So he'd have me do like cleanup stuff or something. Or like, yeah, I walked my neighbor's dog every day like when I got home from school and they gave me $20 a week. But it's just like, I don't know. I don't feel like that made me like super industrious, you know, like <laughs> being an assistant to Akiha and them is just like way more taxing than like, you know, taking care of Yujiro, <laughs> you know, like... <laughs> Uh, there's a difference in scale here that I didn't feel was like acknowledged normally, <laughs> but that's okay. Um, I guess in this story beat, this is where she deals with yeah the with Alex who's like looking for a boy <laughs> in Japan. Like he's a Japanophile, but he's really just looking for a boy. I don't know. <laughs> 
didn't really leave an impression on me. Yeah, it's like one of those just yeah. I, yeah. There there's so much to say about it because it's like it's just kind of a thing that's going on with Mizuki. Like yeah, Mizuki's doing it. Whatever. It's like I don't think we'll ever see this guy again. Good good luck finding your boy. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> and then we're, and then like Mizuki doesn't have this job anymore. I don't know. <laughs> so, so like <laughs> Then the next story is that in dorm 3, dorm 3? Yes. Yeah. No. Dorm 1. Not yeah. dorm 2. Yeah. <laughs> like one of the other dorms, the water is out. So they're like, "Oh no. Um, you know, people can't live there without being able to take a shower and flush toilets and drink. <laughs> you know, it's not really tenable. So they're like, all right, we got to put them all among the other two dorms, but temporarily. So Kadoma, who was one of the cutesy boys who had to dress up as a girl for the dance arc, <laughs> um, <laughs> comes to live with them, comes to live with Sano and Mizuki. And they're all like, oh, okay, that one, this one's safe, you know, <laughs> like, this one, this one's fine, uh, not, not, no danger here, but it puts into stark release, relief for Sano and Mizuki, like, how comfortable they become with each other, and how having a third person, like, really messes up that groove, because, like, you know, they all, they both have their secrets, but, like, they're just, like, oh, that's just, like, their reality, right? Like, their secrets mm-hmm. are the default. <laughs> and now it's, like, oh, but a new element has appeared. <laughs> and they don't know, like, they, they don't know anything. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> it's just a really wreaking havoc on them. Because Sano's, like, I know, but I can't let Mizuki know. But I also can't let Kodoma know. <laughs> it's just, like, oh, goodness gracious. It's too much. Yeah, I I thought it was a really good, I thought it was a really good tension point to have that's like baked into the story where it's like, oh, good, they can actually like, this tension is actually something that is interesting and watching them have to deal with it and it is kind of shaking things a little bit. Yeah, especially since like... It's just, like, there's so many layers here, right? It's, like, so Sano knows that she's a girl and has been attracted to her as a girl, but, like, Mizuki must be afraid. <laughs> like, Mizuki is attracted to, to him as a boy, obviously, but, like, Mizuki must be so afraid of, like, yeah, what happens when it's, like, oh, well, like, you know, we can't just sleep together when we're uh, <laughs> a boy and a girl but it's okay as two dudes and I'm like no <laughs> like <laughs> the things that you guys are doing are still weird like like when Kodoma's like I want to come and scrub your back in the bath it's like that's not not weird right <laughs> like that's still really weird uh, <laughs> that you guys are doing that and like in America you know, heteronormative boys would definitely be yelling, but no homo yeah. or something <laughs> while doing that, you know? I don't know. I was just like, this is hurting my brain at this point. <laughs> yeah. This is this is a whole weird scenario, guys. The gender is too much right now. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, I guess it was played for the lols, you know? It's just supposed to be funny. Yeah. But, like, it's not funny to think of people coming in, interrupting your shower, seeing your boobs inappropriately. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, goodness. So I included this as a story beat and not a side story because it was three chapters. And I feel like there's so many things happening in it that make me uncomfortable. So... You know, Nakajo was like, okay, Umeda's everybody's a uh, fair character here. Uh, so I'm going to tell you his backstory, but like not his full backstory. Like, but y'all are going to eat it up because it's an Umeda story. <laughs> so, you know, we get to see him when he's an Osaka High student. And like, he already knows that he's gay. Um, and it revolves around him and realizing that he likes the, like, student body president, <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Ryoichi, um, cause he can see through Ryoichi's good boy facade. Uh, Umeda's like, cause you know, Umeda's a very good soon. <laughs> Umeda's like, so Sundere, he's all like, rah, 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 rah. Get off my lawn, kids. I care about you kids, though. I'm going to give you the best <laughs> life advice. <laughs> like, and he appears to have still been like that pretty much in high school, but not with, like, get off my lawn, kids. Just more like, leave me alone, dumb teenagers. I have an old soul. And, like, I'm not on your level, and I'm gay. <laughs> just like... Um, but so he sees Ryuichi, and he's just like, you just pretend like you're good. You don't care about anybody and like blah 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 and, and you're you you smoke so secretly you're bad, you know, like you're a bad, bad boy. But there's some other boy named Masa no. So Ryo Ryoichi's parents run a psychiatric like a mental health clinic. Mm-hmm. And for some reason Ryoichi is taking care of this younger boy named Masato who's, like, attached himself Mm -hmm. to Ryoichi. And I'm just like, what is going on here? Did I miss something, fellow Ashley? Because I feel like I was was confused. (laughs) So this this is, like, an issue because we did miss something. There's an entire volume of one shots that she did like before she did Hanakimi that she pulled Ryoichi out of okay. and used. And Ryoichi and Masato are characters in this one shot that has never been translated into English. Okay. So we, okay. I definitely was missing so, stuff. <laughs> so there's like all this context and you can really just either you can, you know, you can either find like an illegal and whatever or you can read like I, I found like a synopsis of it and it's a, it's the story about a girl who comes from the countryside to live in the city and she's like doing she she kind of Toru Honda's a little bit she like okay she's like a little mini housekeeper for a guy and then she gets involved in like a little love triangle with the guy and also Masato and So Masato is like a psychic and that's his connection to Ryuichi. And it's like, 
there's like all this context that we have no connection or understanding of and like that's not brought up at all in these stories yeah and apparently Masato gets with this girl from this story so he's not with Ryuichi or whatever so it's like what is their relationship? We don't know. What is their we, relationship? <laughs> we don't have this like original text to like guide us. It's like it's a one it's a one volume series of like short stories. You'd think that this just translate it. Like <laughs> so I have some understanding of what's going on here. Yeah, because I was definitely like, is this some weird like grooming scenario or Ryuichi's like, oh, he's super younger than me and I totally like am into him and I was like, what is going on? <laughs> I was yeah. very uncomfortable. <laughs> Apparently they have psychic powers and that's like their connection, I guess. But we don't Whoa. have that. <laughs> Super not acknowledged at all. <laughs> so how are we supposed to get that when we don't have, like, or you could have added it to, like, when they did the omnibus editions, they could have pulled that one shot from. It's like, there are things you could have done to give people more context, because, you know, when she did this, she had fans who had read that previous story and were like, oh, yay, character from previous thing that this author I like did. And, oh, boy, I, I get to see a little bit of what their backstory is. And Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, I guess I got increasingly confused, too, because in one of her author's notes, I think she's like, oh, people ask me all the time about, like, are these people a couple? Um, what's the relationship between like are, are these people and like one of them was like Ryoichi and Masato and I was like and she was like I don't want to answer I want to leave it up to others and I was like I don't want to leave it up to my bad imagination because <laughs> like my bad imagination is going to the creepiest places possible and I don't want that <laughs> you know like but then, yeah, I mean, the end of the story acknowledges that Masato, like, ha- is married to a lady and has a child. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, you did tell us what happened. I know, so. right? Like, well, I mean, well, they still could have been a thing, you know? Like, that's why I'm like, I that's don't true. know. We don't know because we're missing a big chunk of the story. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm not sure I want to know. Like, I only want to know if it's good. <laughs> right? Like, if it's what I think it is, don't I don't want to know that for sure. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, but like, Umeda as Dracula was like, yeah, that's a good look for you, Umeda. <laughs> you know, the funner parts of the story were like, yeah. <laughs> I also was really struck by the the last image of these three stories where it's Ryuichi and Umeda smoking, uh, like, with their faces facing each other. Like, they're trying to light each other's cigna- cigarettes with, with the other's cigarette, you know? I was like, yeah. Yeah, that's a good summation of this whole three chapters. Like, bad boys trying to get close to each other, but <laughs> having to stay apart and, like... This image, I was like, all right. Uh, but overall, I was just like, I'm very confused. <laughs> yeah. 
was like, I guess I can only be here for Umeda, my my boy, my life advice boy. Uh, so story beat eight. I was like, oh, are we getting places? I don't know because we didn't really finish it. But I'm like, oh, we got to be getting places. You know, there's we're getting places. So <laughs> what had happened was Nakatsu's like, Nakatsu's moving the plot along as much as there's a plot. So <laughs> <laughs> Nakatsu goes and is like, hey, Sano, do you like Mizuki? He just like straight up asked that. And I was like, oh my gosh. What is happening? People have to acknowledge other people's feelings right now. I'm going to lose it. And Nakatsu is the one bringing this about. This is... This is a wild manga for sure. Okay. <laughs> then Nakatsu almost tries to push it with Mizuki being like, so if Sano said that he liked you, how would you react, Mizuki? And she's just like, what? And he's like, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> like, forget I said it. But then he feels bad because all of them act weird around each other, right? And he's like, no, but I want to still be friends with Sano. Sano's my boy, you know? (laughs) I need to still be friends with Sano. And, you know, they do. They get naked together in a a hot springs bathhouse and lay bare all their feelings. And I'm like, yeah, it's a metaphor. (laughs) (laughs) They decided bros bros before hoes, so it's good. (laughs) I love that at one point, I guess it was, is it Sano? It must have been Sano. There's just one panel where Sano's like, all of this can't go on forever. And I'm like, I don't know. This manga seems to be proving that it can, though. (laughs) (laughs) Like, it definitely can. Because, yeah, I'm just like, gosh, I got to the end of 15 volumes and the premise is still holding. This is, I'm not used to this. Usually the shoujo manga, like, starts with a premise and then drops it two volumes in now and it moves on to something more interesting and I'm like, nope, it's not doing it. <laughs> nope. No premise is here and it's here to stay. Oh my gosh. Now I'm just like, how long can they keep it up? Yeah. Is it- <laughs> Are there eight more volumes? Do we? Does it not come out until volume 22? Like, I, I'm just like, now it's a game. I need to know, you know, like, it's a, some old school shoujo manga right here episodic nonsense but i'm so proud of you know how do i feel about nakatsu like i don't this is complicated like sano is boring right Mm -hmm. (laughs) but i want him and mizuki to be together even though they're boring they they work together yeah they they, they have a good good synergy yeah like that she doesn't have with nakatsu but like I'm like, Nakatsu's a good boy, you know? Like, he's trying so hard. He's a sweet boy. Yeah. He deserves somebody who is not as dense as Mizuki. Like, <laughs> she, she's so dense. She, she, she can't even see, like, the potential of maybe giving him some attention. It's I know. Like- it's really rude, actually, because he confessed his love to her and she just like still doesn't get it i'm like he just he said that in front of like everybody he's always he was so desperate to take 
photos with her when they were modeling and stuff. And I'm like, you are being so mean to this good boy. (laughs) (laughs) It's very rude. (laughs) But I also am like, Nakatsu, you're messing it up for Sano and (laughs) and Mizuki. Like, he's always interfering, right? Like, he's like, I want to take pictures while we're modeling. And I want to be Mizuki's waltz partner. And it's like, oh, Nakatsu, you're really... You're really tearing me apart here, man. Like, I, I love you, but also stop. <laughs> <laughs> like, he reminds me of Tatsuki, kind of, in Shishigi. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, same type of, like, dense, funny, like, thinks they're in love with the main character, but have no chance <laughs> yeah. person. Not, e- not even in consideration. No, but- no, no, no consideration here. Even though he's a good boy. Good boys! Being a good boy isn't good enough, apparently. We are all so picky. (laughs) Gosh. (laughs) I need to learn to love the Nakatsus of the world more. Like, I like him. Like, I want to be friends with him, you know? Yeah, no, he's, like you said, he's a very good boy. Like, he... He tries really hard. He has, like, strong goals and... So earnest. Yeah, they're... He's got a lot going for him. In, like I said, in the Japanese live action series, he's he's one of my favorite characters. Like he really shines in live action. <laughs> live action sucker. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, so there were a bunch of short stories. I don't really have that much to say about them, other than the one that does involve Nakatsu and his roommate. Kayashima, who mm-hmm. is like the psychic e one of this series, I guess. Yeah, uh, you know he's like the occult club leader guy in Oran. Like that's who that guy is making fun of is Kayashima, <laughs> I guess. Um, <laughs> but him and Nakatsu, I'm like, yes, I love you as friends. You are the best. You know. <laughs> yeah, they're they're really cute. Like as friends, it's like they have a good dynamic and Kayashima's a really interesting character yeah like again he's weird so people get creeped out by him and everything and Akatsu's like stop picking on him he's my roommate he's cool shut up (laughs) 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 Um, and I'm like that's fair Akatsu's a good boy he wants everybody to be friends okay so we're kind of two-thirds of the way through Hanakimi, I guess. Again, it's an uneven number of volumes, so Mm -hmm. rough math. But, like, how much does your heart go doki-doki? Like, do you read this and be like, oh, it's so cute? Like, to a certain extent, like, not too much. Like, I think it's more like, just like, oh, you you guys are cute. This this is nice. Um, Yeah, it's pleasant. Yeah. Every once in a while, like, they're, they're nice little scenes. Like like I said, I really liked Tenoji and Kana. And I think Aww. it's more like, like my heart will go doki doki for like little things. Like, oh. Yeah. But it's not a constant like, oh, when will Sano and Mizuki figure this out? It's like, I don't know. Some point. It's more like, gosh, when are Mizuki and Sano going to figure this out? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, now now we're now we're starting to come on, guys. We're cooking. We're getting somewhere, I think. 
the the it feels like this is where the threads are starting to be pulled like yeah where we are getting to they do keep saying like okay this can't last forever because honestly this can't this This can't this can't keep going on (laughs) yeah I don't think we said earlier, but what was your favorite uh, story of this so many things happened? I really like the dance. I I think it is the Oran vibes because I really love Oran. And I really love just wacky, just wackiness. And I think Hanakimi is like at its strongest when it's more wacky. And it's just kind of leaning into this school is really weird. And there's really weird stuff that goes on at the school, and this the school you're just is, gonna deal with it. Yeah, there are weird people who go here, and weird things happen, and it, and let's just see how this scenario plays out. Um, yeah, I have to agree. Just because the first story of this bunch, the cheating one, like I feel like it was an attempt at adding levity you know you know like it, it was definitely tonally different like we're going in a different direction trying something new here and i was like don't no i'm not here for it <laughs> that's not your strength hanakimi that's not your strength which one was my favorite like i definitely thought the dance had the cutest scenes but i'm just like ah was my heart fully invested in it like it was in the America one? Like, I just had so much fun in the America one, <laughs> even though the, like, <clears throat> ending, like, language thing was kind of annoying. But just, like, seeing that portrayed was just really fun for me. <laughs> I think it maybe it wouldn't – I don't know. Like, it is kind of fun because I lived in that area for a while. And – but I feel like, yeah, if it was just like, I don't know anything about California. Because like before moving to California, I'd never had lived anywhere but the Northeast, basically. So I just wouldn't have had that like same culture thing. But it was a lot of fun for me. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I still don't miss you, San Francisco. But it's fun to read about you and understand stuff. But yeah, that's the middle third of Hanakimi. Um, I'm sure next time we will have to discuss so much. Mm-hmm. So many things will happen, I'm sure. <laughs> and then we'll have to do a roundup of all the gender and oh my god, the shipping corner. Um, but that's for next time. So everybody, thanks for listening to Shoujo and Tell. Comments, questions, constructive criticism, concerns. Need to gush about your OTP. Tell us what your favorite little shenanigans in Hanakimi are. <laughs> Email shoujoandtell at gmail.com or leave a comment on the episode's YouTube page. We're at shoujoandtell on Twitter, Tumblr, and Instagram. Ashley, where can people find you and your work on the internet? Um, I'm on Twitter at, at manga underscore librarian, or I'm on YouTube as the manga librarian, or you can just find me at mangalibrarian.com. I've kind of cornered that. You're like, you're like, I am the manga like. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, my content's mostly directed towards helping librarians, but I yell about manga a lot, and I also do like uh, breakdowns of like the history of particular genres, including I have a video about the history of shoujo manga. So you know, if you, that's what interests you, check it out. Yeah, <laughs> the history. <laughs> 
a shoujo manga is something that I'm like, I should be, I should know more, and I don't. <laughs> I just, I learn everything on my podcast. I'm like, okay. I've actually been trying to, like, make a Google Doc of all the series that I've done, but list the dates that they originally ran so that I can see my coverage of time periods. So that would be fun if I ever finish doing that, everybody. Woo! But yeah, no, go learn about the actual history of shoujo manga from people who are not me. <laughs> like other Ashley, yay! <laughs> you come here to listen to me scream about chips, let's be real. Um, are you excited every time you see a new episode from us? If so, please consider leaving a rating on Apple Podcasts. This will help the show reach more hearts, or at least ears. Thanks again for listening. We'll be back next time for the end of Hanakimi. Uh, will they finally all know that Mitsuki is a girl? I really, I don't know when that's going to happen. I really think it might be volume 22 <laughs> of 23. Uh, you'll just have to stay tuned to find out. Until then, bye. chapter of volume 23.